Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You too much, oh. Jesus now resting over fools, overdose, miracle. No, they tire Jesus, so. Don't do that, no, they tire Jesus. Hi, good evening. God bless you all. Welcome. It's Sunday. It's Thanksgiving service. You're welcome to Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus. God bless you and I'm your host. God bless you. Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father, let's welcome Yahweh, let's welcome the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, take over me, take over this service. Less of me, more of you. I soak myself and everyone that listening to me with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Speak, speak through me, Lord, and bless your children. And when you are done, take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Jesus. So today's message is giving and tithing. Are you a tither? Do you pay your tithes? Do you give? Do you give your offerings? Do you sow seeds? Do you give? Do you sow in the lives of the less privileged? Do you pay your tithes? If so, how much do you pay as tithe? Where do you pay your tithes? Tithes is 10% of your income. Nothing more, nothing less. But it's always good to give more. Mm, it's, always give to go, it's always good to give more. I learned that lesson 2018. And I learned it in a hard and a bitter way. So 2018, I began paying my tithes. When I rededicated my life, coming from my Catholic background, I wasn't taught about giving tithes, right? So I started paying tithes 2018. And then I didn't have West, what's it called? Um, PayPal. So I will do Western Union. I will send it through Western Union. And on this faithful day, before then, I said to myself that I know by the time I pay and get to the seed month, God is going to surprise me. Excuse me. And each time I pay my tithes, oh, I will leave till the end of the month. That's like fine with whatever I have. But before then, I bet you that same amount of money, after two months or before the second month even, I'm having difficulties. Oh, there's no money. I have to turn to my man. I'm like, you know, you have to help me. You have to add me some more money. I've run out of money. The money is not enough or this or that. But when I started paying my tithes, that same amount of money, I will use it to the end of the month. Probably a day or two, then I'll realize that, oh, I really don't have anything, but there is food at home. I will not have like physical cash like, I might have probably about 5, 10 euros and there will be food at home. That is the miracle I started seeing when I started paying my tithes. So on the fifth month, I went to the Western Union to send it as usual. I've paid my bills and everything. And back then, I was this person who was so rigid. 
It's good to be flexible. If you're not flexible, take it from me from today. Be flexible. So I was so rigid in the sense that when I say this is what I have to do, that's how I have to do it. That's how it has to be done. If I say I'm going left, I'll go left. If I say it's right, if I say this, you know, so I went that they pay my bills and everything. And I had some money with me. I said, okay, I'm going to credit my phone because I didn't have a contract phone then with the issue I had with Vodafone some years back. So I said, I was not going to have a contract phone. I just go to the shop, buy my phone, get a SIM card, and then I credit it and I will upload whatever amount I want and then internet and everything. So I had money with me to do that and my money to pay my tithes. Mind you, I have 10 euro extra to give as seed, right? So let's say my tithe was 70 euros. I added extra five, um, sorry, extra 10 euros to make it 80 euros, excluding the charges. So I got to the Western Union where four of us, two people at the counter, behind the counter, and myself and another customer. So two customers and two cashiers. So this other customer was by my right side. And I am my phone. And this man was speaking Turkish. So he was talking to the cashier behind the counter. And I was there with this lady. I've handed her everything. So for some reason, I don't know why she was delaying. She was, I think God was making her to delay. Because I leave, I gave my money and everything. But she has not yet done anything. She has not taken it. So she was just checking something on the internet. And then I heard, why don't you add five euros? You know, demons don't like it when you pay tight. Loud, I heard loud and clear. I turned to my left. I heard from my left. Nobody is standing beside me. I turned to the right. This man is busy looking at the cashier and they are speaking Turkish. Nobody is behind me. We're just the four of us, the, the two cashiers and the two customers, myself and the other man. I was like, huh? First of all, I heard, why don't you add five years? So when I turned around and I was looking, then he went for that to say, you know, demons don't like it when you pay your tithe. I heard this loud and clear, 2018. And I was like, mm -mm, this cannot be God telling me to add extra five years. Normally, tithe is 10%. So I'm giving my 10% and I'm being generous, adding extra 10 euros, you know. So this cannot be God. I paid that money. But as soon as I left, immediately as I stepped out of that office, I felt like something left me. The Spirit of God was not happy. Yes. And as I was going, I was regretting. I said, oh, next month, I'm going to add 20 euros. I left. I didn't even buy that card. I got home. The following month, did I even pay? I can't remember. But things were just zigzag up and down. I started struggling. That was it. I didn't pay. And today, God told me, he said, that act of me not paying was disobeying him. And this is the understanding he gave me. The fact that I gave already 10 euro doesn't mean that was too much. There's nothing too much to do for God. Besides, he gives us the money. So God was making me, the understanding that God was like, if God gives me money today and he blesses me, and he said, okay, you know what? Bless this, my child. Give this person 5,000 euros or give this person 2,000. Let's say initially, he said, give them 5,000. And then, after a minute, he said, at 2,000, I'll be like, mm-mm, why? It's too much now, 7,000 for this person alone. This 2,000 can give somebody else, or well, let me just keep this 2,000, you know, in case of. But that would be disobeying God. I don't know why he's asking me to give that person 2,000. 
extra. I was like, wow. And that was the consequence. That's why I say I learned, I learned the hard way. So now yesterday, while my Bible audio was playing, this message will not leave me, this tight and giving will not leave me since yesterday. So my audio Bible was playing. And I got to the point where Jesus fed his followers and he said they have been with him for three days. He fed 4,000 men, excluding children and women. And he said they have been with him and sending them. He had compassion for them, thinking they might faint on the way. Let's go there to the book of Matthew 14, 13 to 21. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of Matthew. Just a minute. The book of Matthew. Myself, I'm there. Okay. No, Matthew 14, 20, uh, 14 13, 21 is the one he fed the 5,000 people. So turn to Matthew 14, 32 to 34. Jesus fed 4,000. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way. The disciples replied, where will we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a huge crowd? Jesus asked, how much bread do you have? Let's continue. They replied, seven loaves and a few small fish. So Jesus told, Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to the disciples who distributed the food to the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were 4,000 men who were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. Then Jesus sent the people home and got into a boat and crossed over to the region of Magadan. Amen, amen. He fed them and then he sent them home. Now, I was like, wow. And... Do you know these people were with Jesus as we read? They were with Jesus for how long? They were with him for three days. Meaning even their accommodation, Jesus might have taken care of it. Because the, the disciples said, I don't know, where, where is it? They have been with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away or they will faint along the way. The the disciples replied, where will we get enough food here in the wilderness to feed such a huge crowd in the wilderness? So Jesus might have told his disciples, be tent for these people to accommodate them. They spent three days with him. These were human beings. You might be thinking in the time of Jesus, they were not beasts. So they didn't sleep outside on the floor or climb the trees. They have pinched tent. Jesus was preaching for them and to them for three days. And he fed them for those three days because they have nothing left. Probably what they brought also was finished. And he said, I don't want these people to go. They might faint on their way. And he performed this miracle. 
now God was teaching me. There were people who were givers in the time of Jesus as well, who gave in his ministry. The Bible rightly quotes it. If you look at some women who were there, you see Mary Magdalene, you see Susanna was there, and Joanna. Where is my, this thing where I jot? Joanna was there. Mary Magdalene, if you look at the book of Luke 8, verses 1 to 3. Let's go there so that we read also. Luke 8, 1 to 3. Oh, I got you right. Those were some of the women who were sowing in Jesus' ministry. Women who followed Jesus. Soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his 12 disciples with him, along with some women who had been, who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. Amen. Amen. From their own resources, they were contributing to support the work. Yes, because they saw there is a need. Jesus would need money to buy food, to pay in hotel. They would have inns where he can pay and sleep. You think they did not? They did. Remember when the mother was pregnant, why did she give birth to him? In a shepherd's uh, stable. Because they went and all the inns were full. There was no place. They had inns. They were not sleeping on the street, on trees. No. These were normal human beings like you and I. So these women will follow and they were supporting. And others, those are just a few. They were paying tithes and offering. They were supporting the ministry. Pay your tithes. You are not doing it for anyone. I know some of you have this mindset. Oh, the pastors, they are eating the money. They are living large. My dear, pray to God and ask him where you should sow. But it's but normal that where you worship, you should pay your tithes and sow your seed there. Let it be for them and God. If they don't use it rightly, God will judge them. But play your part and receive your blessing because it comes with blessing. I'm telling you, when I was consistent, I saw the difference. When I wasn't consistent, the difference was clear. Oh, yes. The difference was clear. There was a time I even did something. That was last, was it last year or two years ago? Two years ago. I took part of my tithes every month. I was sending 100 euros for 12 months. I did that to different orphanage. They were helping even some orphans who were not in orphanage. I remember they sent me a picture of two siblings. They had no bags to put their books in. They put their books in, in nylon paper, in plastic bags. Not really, but plastic. Like this normal plastic, you go to a supermarket and you measure your fruits and you put inside. Yes. And I saw it and I was like, God. This is 100 euros. I'll go here. At times, just outing with the kids will eat. And the money, you can help somebody. You can do something that somebody to go a long way. 
They used that money. I don't know if they used it to pay their fees, but they bought them back. They stood there. They took a picture. I was like, God. And I even told us, I don't want any pictures. Those things, they break my heart. Not because I, I told them, I said there was no need for it in vain. This guy was like, you are different. I said, why? Why do I need pictures and videos? What for? To save it, to do what? They said, but they pray for you. Now, if you even see, sometimes when they, uh, I will say amen, they will pray for me. I will receive the prayers and I delete it immediately. After that, last year, I decided to do Feed Your Widow in another country. As I was going to do it for six months, I did it for four months. It was not going well with me. There was even red flags I did not notice. And God had to reveal something to me. Some months back, I was like, wow. So pray before you sow seed. Before you give, pray and ask God. Let him lead you. Because you might be doing it with an open heart. The person who is receiving is not clean. But you see your tithes, pay your tithes in your church. Pray to God. Before you give your tithe, tell him, say, Father, this is my tithe. And let me get the reward of my tithe in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There is always a reward. Don't expect only financial reward. It comes with a whole lot of things. It's a whole big package. Pay your tithes. It's for your own good. If the man of God eats it, the pastor eats it, it's them and God. Because God has his eyes on every money that is coming in. He knows who is paying what. He knows that money is coming in and what the money is meant for. There might be a project coming on in six months. And you, that pastor, you will take it and you are buying cars or you are doing this, living your big life. When it's time for a project, that's why you see some of them. They start calling people. Oh, we are doing this. We need people who will sow. We need people who will do this. Who is going to rent a hall for us? Who is going to provide drinks? Who is going to take care of this? Yes. Because they have used that money and used it wrongly. Now they need people to start so. But the money that people are giving, tithes and offering, that's if they give genuinely. If you look at that church, you see that people are working. They have workers. If they are giving 10%, there will be money. There will, there will be no need for the pastors to say, let's raise some fund. Or oh, we are having a project in six months. Let's raise fund. Who is going to pay for this? Who is going to do this? Who is going to do that? And you see, it's the same people. And you wonder why those people are blessed. Yes. If you go to some churches, the people, they are there. They don't pay tithes. And the same people who keep giving, oh, pastor, I will buy this for the church. I will support the church with this amount. They are the same people who get blessed. You wonder because you don't give. You take your own and you sit and you eat. And you're wondering, hey, why is it only those people who God is blessing? Because they give. Give, it shall be given unto you. Give, I've forgotten the wording. Give, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressing, running down and shaking over or something. Yeah. Give. It's a simple principle. Hold your offering, your tithe in your hand. Pray over it and put it in your offering box and watch and see God come through for you. Okay? Pay your offerings. If you give your offerings, pay your tithe. Tithe is 10%. Some of you will be like, oh, that is in the old days. No, even Abraham did. Even Moses paid. They gave 10%. Yes. And be flexible. Don't be rigid. Be flexible. Be flexible. 
They say in my in 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 Cameroon, they say now man they work money. Yes, be flexible. At times, just I know we want to calculate because we don't want to get ourselves. I used to be like that. Even from time to time, I still find myself in that situation. No, oh, what will happen if I run out of this because this is what I have? I just want to live within my means and. You know, by times, don't think too much. Just let go. Just leave it. I don't say you should misuse your money. Say God will provide. What I mean is just, just relax. Don't think too much. God will make way. He sees. He's a miracle-working God. He sees. If he can take care of the birds, what about us? Do you think he will not take care of us? The work, he will bless the work of your hands. Okay? So I won't be long because... I was here first, I did the message, and for some reason, I pressed whatever I pressed, and the message disappeared. So, I had to come back and do this message again. My phone is having a problem, some things are appearing. So, when it comes, I think you even hear noise on the background, I'll try to stop it. I think that's what happened. So, as I was trying to stop it, I had to, I instantly mistakenly pressed the, the, this thing, and the message stopped. So, I'd already preached but it was not safe. So this one, I'm going to save it now. Listen to it. Share it. Invite someone to listen. God bless you. Your week is blessed. Go out, pray love, share love. Be a giver, but don't be a foolish giver. Pray before you give. Ask God. He will direct you. He will order your steps. Okay? You have a blessed and a wonderful day. Go out, pray love, share love. I love you all. The love of God. You are blessed. Your week is blessed. For anyone who is sick, put your forehand on your head. I pray total healing right now in your body from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. You are healed. You are restored in Jesus' name. Amen. And may God bless the work of your hands. Okay. Until we meet again, study the words, spend time with God. I love you all. The love of God, you are blessed. Bye-bye.